0: Welcome back Literary slummers, to another Morph Monday episode of Shelf Aware and Marco's dad has got it going on. He's dating the math teacher and Marco thinks it's wrong. Marco, can't you see that your dad is done grieving? You might think it's wrong, but your dad's got it going on.
1: That was tough. Tear intro thank that was you.
0: so good i was singing it in the shower this morning i was like oh, i gotta do it i'm so glad i'm anna
1: and i'm em uh this week on on shelf aware oh i'm just i'm i'm all a, a flutter now because of an amazing intro um thank you uh,
0: i'm so excited
1: uh we read animorphs number 35 the proposal Yes. by K.A. Applegate, with help from, hold on, flipping. Jeffrey. Flipping. Yes, Jeffrey Zulki, who we've read before, I believe. Was it the other Marco book? Might have been. I'm going to look it up while we keep talking. I feel like he
0: was the one that did the extreme, maybe. Maybe. Um, What'd you think of this one? <sighs> OK, I stuck up for the last Marco book. Mm-hmm. I can't stick up for this one, man. Yeah, like, it was a rough Marco. one. I get it, man stuff is stressful even like in a normal circumstance like that that moment where you realize that your parent is not like fully replacing your mother mm-hmm. who is assumed dead but like you know moving on like that's that's hard. that's a hard teenager thing to go through. Um, but also we've done this book and we've done the problems with morphing already. We've just and 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 the solution to the problem oh, oh my god it was all just a little bit stupid
1: <laughs> um <laughs> yes this book was as you you guessed Jeffrey did also write the extreme which for those who don't remember was the Marco book with the polar bears and they were in the, the Arctic or whatever um. Mm-hmm. I hated this book. Like, I hated it. This is possibly my least favorite Animorphs book. And I got to go back Mm -hmm. through my Goodreads and see which other ones I've one-starred. This is a one-star for sure. I wish I could give it zero stars. It made me angry. Um, All of the stuff you said, agree. Every single aspect of this book we've seen before, there was nothing new brought to the table. And it was horribly ableist. It constantly was making jokes about mental health. And I don't understand why. It was so bizarre.
0: Like, What? That's like Marco's mo. though. it was way worse than this book. Ooh, this and that. Ooh, blah blah blah. It
1: was so much worse than this book. Like literally, almost every other sentence was like, and I because of what the book was about that he thought maybe he was going crazy. I was like, but you're not delving into that enough to justify the amount of jokes about going crazy that are happening in this book, and it was. Every si- like, I was like, y'all need to calm down. Like the the villain was like a, a comically evil stereotype of like mental health issues, like a Doctor Phil
0: sort of situation. Yeah, and or also Maury.
1: and also was himself. They were like, well, this yerk who's yerked this guy is just a crazy yerk. And I'm like, what is happening? Like, what is know. this? What is the point of any of this? It was so. Bad. I know yes. that you texted me, but that last, like, you were like, oh, the last page. Last page was good. I wish I could rip the last yes. page out of this book. I It didn't, it didn't it save somewhere it else. at all. It was, <laughs> it was so trash. I was so mad at this book.
0: Yeah. The only redeeming thing about this book is that it leads into another book. Like- yeah.
1: Like, <laughs> that's, I wish we could just talk about that book,
0: which we're going to I do too. in about an you hour. You guys are but- have to wait two weeks to hear about that book. It was... Thebomb.com, as some may say,
1: this is one of the worst covers of
0: the animorphs. True, it is Marco turning into a toy poodle. The the morphing was was bad. The we already yeah we already did that shtick, and especially like. Especially coming off the book where Cassie is like, look at me. I can do, like, I can do these cool split morphs. Mm -hmm. And we were like, wow, that's a fucking awesome power. And then Marco was like, ooh, I did it accidentally because I'm stressed. Right. Which... Okay. Is
1: not a thing that has ever come up before, even in the the one where they're like, "Oh, Rachel's allergic to crocodiles or alligators or whatever." Like at no point was was Axe like, "Oh, sometimes this can happen." So again, yeah, this Ax is... Axe isn't even in this book. This is like another one of those bullshit like contrivances that is, which I mean is, is typical for animorphs, but it just it doesn't work. It was bad. the The plot was bad. the mm. The angst Marco was feeling was bad. The 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 uh, villain was the worst villain we've seen. Um, I ugh, it was such a mess. I was so annoyed. After yes. I've after I've defended these ghost written books to some extent, they're not as I, good as the first half.
0: But this one was truly rock bottom. Yes, and I get it. It's book thirty five of a fifty four book middle mm-hmm. grade science fiction series. You're gonna be scraping the bottom of the barrel. Sure, I get it. But this one was like it. I don't know. It was a whole new level of just I, – I was so bored reading this. Yes. So bored. And just – and I, you know, you guys know, I do not care for Cassie. But the way that she is written off in this book, I was
1: like, excuse. The, the <laughs> whole handling of Cassie in this book. Other people's treatment of Cassie, terrible. Cassie's characterization, though, also terrible. She was also so bad. annoying. I was like, yes, get out of yes. here, Cassie. I was you guys know I defend Cassie no (laughs) she needed to stop she needed to stop but they needed to respect her (laughs) truly
0: truly yes yes they should have been like you know Cassie is usually right about these things and also Cassie should have been like I'll say it once and then I'm backing off like she does in other books you know like Mm -hmm. she'll be like here's Cassie's thoughts and she lays the smack down and everyone's like shit yeah and then that's it we only talk about it once
1: i don't know (sighs) i just okay let's just get into what this book was about because
0: okay it's uh a book about marco marco is having problems coping with the fact that his dad has a new girlfriend um kind of because his girlfriend is marco's math teacher and has a really annoying dog named euclid because she's a math teacher get it and also kind of because Marco knows his mom is not really dead and he still was holding out this hope that he'll be able to save her and they'll become a happy family unit once again, which is pretty sad, but not treated well. And, and also, I mean...
1: Even if I wasn't, like, holding out hope that my, my mother would return and we would be, like, a happy family unit, even if I was like, well, that's not going to happen, I would still be like, oh, daddy's going to do an accidental bigamy. like, <laughs> Daddy's going to do a crime and he doesn't even know. <laughs> like, we're about to set this up as a real uh, uh, Brady Bunch movie situation here. like,
0: <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> um, so Marco has all of this stress bottled up inside him due to, you know, the fact that he tried to kill his mom's body not his mom necessarily but his mom's body just like a few weeks ago and now all this stuff with his dad and just being an amorph in general and he sees uh he's just surfing tv channels and he sees on tv that a famous advice talk show host named william roger Tennet mm. is telling people to join the sharing in order to find happiness in their lives and marco immediately clocks that this dude is a year because duh now, this um,
1: was I thought what might happen was that it would turn out William Roger Tennant wasn't a yerk and mm-hmm. was, like, legitimately, like, had been convinced that the sharing was good for people. And so it would be, like, a thing about, like, well-meaning but doing the wrong thing because you don't oh, have yeah. all the information and that how that would tie into, like, Marco's dad situation and whatever. Like, uh-huh. I thought that was where it was going. But it's like, no, he's just a yerk. He's just a yerk. Don't worry about it. He, like He's just,
0: he's just... Just a year. <laughs> a stupid, stupid year. Just- he calls Jake, and the gang gets together to have a meeting about it. And so Marco's going to turn into his Osprey form to fly to Cassie's barn. But something happens, um, and the morph goes wrong, and he turns into a half Osprey, half lobster monstrosity. Mm. Uh, an Osprey. An- an- uh, uh, yeah. An- <laughs> a Losprey. Lobspree, Lobspree, yeah. He demorphs, but it's like it's a struggle. Like that one wasn't? Wasn't he the one that almost got stuck as a giant flea or something too? Uh, yeah, I think so. Like Marco sometimes struggles to get out of his morphs. It seems like he yeah, has I feel trouble like- finishing.
1: <laughs> How dare you! I feel like <laughs> he is—he is a child, Anna. I know. That I was feel gross. like um, if Cassie is the best morph for probably the worst one. I agree, yeah. I think it's probably, like, Cassie, then Rachel, then Jake, then either Marco or Tobias. Because Tobias, it's hard to say, because he hasn't Mm -hmm. been able to morph as much. What about Axe? Well, Axe is on a different playing field, you know. Oh, I see. He's been able to do it longer. I'm just comparing the human morphs. (laughs)
0: um i think marco is so bad at morphing is because he only ever morphs into two things and that's the osprey and the gorilla like he doesn't ever try to do different stuff well none of them really do but Mm. marco's the worst of them all he's like gorilla solves all problems it's like that tiktok where it's like where does the circle shape go in the circle where does the square shape go in the circle where does the triangle shape go in the circle yes That's Marco with his fucking gorilla fist. To be fair,
1: though, in both that TikTok and Marco and the gorilla, they are correct that they do solve all problems.
0: (laughs) To the detriment of all, yes, he is correct in thinking gorilla solve all problem. Um, He's too freaked out to try and morph again. So he just gets on his little bicycle and rides 30 minutes to Cassie's house and shows up late and everyone's like, where the fuck you been? You called this meeting. Uh, and he, of course, doesn't tell anybody what's happening to him because that would be too easy. We've learned nothing in 34 books. Truly. Every time something bad happens to one of the teammates, they're all like, why don't you fucking tell us? And they all gang up on that person. And they're all like, "You're a piece of shit liar, fucking get off the animorphs. We hate you. Don't want you on our team anymore." And then, and then when it comes to their point of view, they're like, "I'm gonna do that thing." I just railed on someone about the
1: whole book. It literally gets called out in this book when Marco's That's like true. getting getting accused by the others, and Rachel's like, "How dare you not tell us?" And Marco's like, uh, "You didn't tell us about that thing." And Rachel's like, "You gave oh, birth yeah. to an
0: alligator, Rachel. What the <laughs> fuck are you Rachel's on?"
1: Like, oh yes, yeah, someone else yell at him but there's no one else who can because they all do this (laughs) no one has any room to talk i think even like i'm trying to think maybe axe but no he he had some secret stuff going on in that first axe book so no
0: yeah yeah and there was that time he like betrayed them all Mm. kind of (laughs) right right (laughs) (laughs) i don't know none of them none of them are sinless they are all bad kids sometimes
1: they just need to talk about their feelings more and also their morphing abilities
0: yes and maybe have like an adult that they can confide in yeah i mean i don't know who that would be but maybe like Eric. Eric is Eric. Eric's
1: an adult, yes. Eric's Maybe dad. Maybe Eric
0: knows the one she that's also been a therapist since, yeah. you know, the time of Neanderthals. I don't know. So Marco tells them what he saw on TV. And the Bandolites decide that uh, William Roger Tennant is too famous for them to just attack outright. So they're going to have to ruin his reputation in order to get him off the air because they can't have someone telling thousands, millions of people to go to the sharing.
1: But also, like, even if he wasn't famous, they still wouldn't attack him outright, because that's not how they roll. They don't kill humans. Or they, they don't try not kill to. people. That, that one cop from book one. But where Cassie just <laughs> stampeded on him. Murdered a man. Um, <laughs> yeah.
0: Cassie, the kill count, you have the highest.
1: But aside from that, they, they very specifically, because that's how Visser 1 figured out that they are human, because uh, they don't kill humans so like what yeah. were they going to do aside from this like go up to him and
0: ask nicely <laughs> if he wasn't famous like hey we know you were a yerk can you please stop directing people to your yerk organization right Thank like you. their
1: success rate of de yerking people is like oh for 30 at this point I'm pretty sure
0: yeah even the yerks that wanted to stop being yerks they had a hard time right helping them <laughs> like one girl they just had to turn into a whale <laughs> Which I know that's
1: because they can't have, like, from the metal level, it's because they can't have people know be in on it and, like, yeah. escape and be able to back up their story. But, like, it does just kind of make the Animorphs seem like they suck at their jobs.
0: <laughs> which, you know. You know, they, they do their children. all, like, 13.
1: <laughs> <laughs> mm, which I did want to mention. We do get a little bit of timelines timeline nailing down in this book. Mm-hmm. um because they talk about in regards to Marco and his dad um that they've been dating for a few months, so let me mm-hmm. see if there's
0: actually i think a and I think well Cassie does say specifically that it's been like a wild few months like it hasn't been yes. a year yet since they become Animorphs. yes,
1: and he he says um a few months back he pulled himself out of it referring to his dad um and it also says my mom disappeared over 2 years ago. So at the start of the series it was 2 years ago. So it would have been like it definitely has not yet been a year essentially. Okay. Um and it seems like it's only been a few months since the um the book where he talked to his dad and his dad kind of came back to to not being a mess um mm-hmm. which was I think around 15 books ago or so. So, I feel like we're probably like four months into all of this,
0: yeah, which is absolutely wild. I've been thinking like every every book is maybe a week, yeah, because surely things aren't happening that quickly to them, but I don't know, but then I don't there know might how be some still functioning.
1: I feel like there's probably some books that are like a little bit close together, like the David Trilogy was probably all a few yeah. days, you know,
0: yeah, anyway, but it's it's a wildly short amount of time for the things that they've done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, So they decide they're going to stalk this William Roger Tenant guy, uh, hoping they can dig up some dirt on him. This guy's, like, squeaky clean. He volunteers everywhere, and he's so nice to everybody, and everyone loves him. So they have to resort to plan B, which is to invade his home in some fashion in order to dig up dirt again somehow.
1: <sighs> which, why would they even assume that this guy had, like, they're, yeah. they're like, hmm, Our plan is to discredit this Yerk, who is a celebrity, and we shall do this by digging up dirt on the celebrity so that people will not like him anymore. And obviously, he will have dirt on him because, you know... The Yerkes in between pulling off their master plans, probably have a porn addiction or something. Like, yeah. what do they think mm-hmm. they're gonna find? I don't know. Under- if I was a Yurk, year- they're gonna they're gonna see this guy do a murder, right? Like, I'm like, if I was a Yurk placed in someone's head to be a celebrity, you know what I wouldn't be doing? Shady shit, because Crime. I would be too busy <laughs> behaving so that the Yerks can <laughs> achieve their goal of taking over the world. Like, what, but. but, but
0: <laughs> Here's the other thing, too, is this is the year 1999, so we don't have smartphones and mm-hmm. shit to just, like, record. Okay, so they're flying around a bunch of seagulls. How are they going to then s- see him commit the crime? How are they going to report that? Are they carrying they're around not. a giant camcorder? They're just like, we, we shall- know Tobias can use guns.
1: <laughs> they're like, we shall tell of his crime and the world shall know, because that works so well with telling about aliens.
0: <laughs> we'll do the seagull version of the Twilight Bark. <laughs> Now all the seagulls will know what a shitty guy he is. All
1: of the seagulls shall know of your crime.
0: (laughs) You'll be tried in seagull
1: court. It's like in the animated Mulan where they're like, now all of China knows you're here. Except now all of America knows you don't like cockatiels as much as you said that you did. Like, (laughs) God damn it, Animorphs are so fucking stupid.
0: They're so just like very naive in this moment i think but like i don't know the like that that a person that has a lot of money would be the one to if the if they were committing crimes would be the one to go in person to do them. like this guy would hire someone to go pick up his drugs or like whatever it was that he was doing
1: like do they think like again and like you said this is 1999. It's not like they're going to like find his username on the Ashley Madison leaks or something. Like <laughs> exactly. what do you What do you think is going to happen? I don't know if he's in the
0: Panama Papers. Right? Remember those?
1: <laughs> so dumb.
0: Oh my god. So <laughs> they go to his home to do the same thing at his house. Luckily this dude loves animals so much. And he keeps, uh, like, ten cockatiels in his house. So they all grab a cockatiel to morph into. They can all be different ones. They've got their pick of the litter. And Marco and Rachel are tasked with watching William Roger Tennant while Cassie, Axe, and Jake just fly around the house, I guess. Looking for suspicious Items that birds can pick up. I don't. Again, what? Look, all of his diabolical plans written on this post-it note. Let's go.
1: <laughs> like, best case scenario, if this man had some sort of thing hidden in his house, it would be on the fucking computer that he's using. Exactly. Like, what are we doing? Oh, my God. Like, what did you think? You were going to find a pile of diamonds that he had stolen from the, the jewelry store in the latest heist? Like, what?
0: Yes, yeah, there's gonna be a safe full of money and guns, and it's gonna be open and also light enough for cockatiels to carry.
1: <laughs> and also with a note in his handwriting that says, "I stole this because, like, yeah. that would be the only way that it would work that they could take That's it out true. of the house and still prove it was his." Like,
0: I earned this money through sex trafficking. Right? Like, <laughs> it was me the whole time. <laughs> I did it. It was me all along. Uh, Tobias has to stay outside to play Lookout, which is probably fine because, like, I don't know how cockatiels would feel about a hawk swooping towards them uh, to acquire their DNA, but... Probably not good. Axe and Tobias just, like, get written out of this one. It's bizarre. And Jake is only in it because he has to handle his girlfriend. Mm. <laughs> this mm. is, like, a three-person book. It's, it's weird. Um yeah we got like no fun rachel marco
1: moments really either which was a bummer because you know I exactly yeah
0: their their funny banter is like non-existent because marco is like too busy being a sad yeah
1: i'm so sad about my daddy and my math teacher
0: my my math teacher miss robinette she's gonna she's gonna bug me about homework all the time she's going
1: to give me all a's oh
0: she's better it will ruin my (laughs) reputation I don't want to be a smart good boy. I'm I'm, a, I'm the hot jerk of the school. I'm a jerk boy who tells dumb <laughs> jokes. I'm dumb garbage, Marco, no, and just, I have to stay this way. How dare you ruin my cred <laughs> Nothing without my street cred. You and your toy poodle. Eh? <laughs> who I acquire, I can turn into a poodle. Ugh. Marco and Rachel go to William Roger Tennant's office and Marco immediately has trouble controlling the instincts of the cockatiel when he morphs and he loses control for like a really long time, but kind of manages to pull it together so they can go spy on this guy. They fly to this guy's office and William Roger Tennant gets a conveniently timed phone call from Visser 3. Which is also super convenient because he like repeats back everything Visser three says yeah. to him. So it's like blah blah, blah. Yes, Visser Three. The condrona pool that we are building is on schedule to be built. We are building it. Blah, 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 blah. Yes, Visser Three. We are also going along with that part of the plan that is this. <laughs> like it's just like
1: <laughs> Yes, Visser Three. I still have animals in my house, even though I hate animals, but I must con- continue to keep these animals in my house in order to maintain my persona of an animal-loving celebrity.
0: <laughs> yes, Mr. 3, I am prime for a meltdown on live TV if confronted by a yappy dog.
1: <laughs> yes, Mr. 3, despite being placed in this position of high importance, I have basically no self-control. <laughs>
0: yes viscer three this was a bad plan on all accounts yes (laughs) i really hope the bandolites come and take care of me
1: yes mr three i agree the andalites are quite sexual
0: yes i also think that they are the hunkiest of andalites (laughs) and they would all look very fetching in your bed 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 boudoir Could not get that word out.
1: I know. I liked it better that way, though. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was a character choice of like
0: this. Oh, definitely. Yeah. That is how he gets (laughs) really embarrassed about bedroom activity. William Roger
1: was like stumbling over it. It was cute. I liked it. (laughs) Uh... (laughs) It was more character development than he got in this whole goddamn book.
0: Very true. (laughs) So he's talking to viscer three on the phone and marco again starts to lose control of the morph um to the point where like he cannot make this bird body do what he wants so the guy's talking to viscer three on the phone and marco's doing shit like hopping all over the desk and squawking making squawking and chirping and then finally pooping on the desk (gasps) and this guy like loses his goddamn mind he's like viscer three i'm gonna have to call you back i have to kill a bird (laughs)
1: Um. even though i just explained in detail why i cannot kill this bird
0: <laughs> but i will kill but this i one. will
1: kill this bird <laughs> which also uh, let's talk about that for a second because like i'm sorry i'm mad but like no you good william roger i keep wanting to say william roger tell because i am not tell overture but that's well, yeah, yeah 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 um, <laughs> so i'm just gonna call him Willie roger there you go Willie roger is like I absolutely can't kill these animals even though I want to kill these animals and, in fact, want all animals to die. That's, like, my I'm basically Cruella.
0: Oh, um, yeah, I forgot he said that. I can't wait for us like, decimate this planet. He's
1: like, <laughs> yes, let's kill all of the animals, please. Um, <laughs> they don't have utility. I want to turn them all into fur coats. So that's his, like, thing. He's like, I hate animals, but he says, I can't kill these animals that live with me because everybody knows that Willie, Willie Roger is a animal lover so like it would be bad if they found out that i killed these animals
0: just say they like just say you released them dude like just yeah also who would know keep them. who would know like or they died
1: of some bird disease yeah be like it's so tragic now i donated a bunch of money to bird disease like yeah, Who would, you have options. You don't have to live with ten. You don't have to live with ten birds. <laughs> I think that I think that doesn't get said enough, and we need to make sure people know you don't you have to don't live with ten birds.
0: Ten birds, you have <laughs> all over your house all the day, all the, all the live long day.
1: I would I would say your options are probably like rehome them, or uh-huh. you know don't get ten birds in the first place unless you are like a, a trained <laughs> zookeeper, and by house you mean zoo. Um, but (laughs) if you are at the point where you have 10 birds and you can't rehome them and you are a year who hates all animals, I'm not saying you should kill the birds, but I think you should have killed the birds. I think you should have thought that you should kill the birds. Like, yes, I I don't understand why you think people are going to find out about it. Number one, again, this is the nineties. It's not like, it's not like people are going to be checking on your Instagram live and be like, Willie, Willie, where are your birds? birds? (laughs) What (laughs) happened to the birds? Willie?
0: Oh my god. Well, and that the other thing too is that like the year's literally have a weapon that vaporizes anything it touches. You won't even leave evidence of little bird carcasses in your backyard. The birds got out. They're birds. <laughs> they, they flew away cuz one of your silly people in the house left the windows open. Right. I don't know. I don't just, know. Just
1: just you should again don't kill birds, real humans in the real world. Yeah,
0: no, we're saying if you are a bad if guy, you are a bad guy. You are already committed to killing everything on this planet. You, Why not start early?
1: You want to do a lot of genocides, <laughs> like <laughs>
0: just do it. It's really showing do a lack it. of if initiative. If that's your passion, follow it. Right. I just it. It was such you. <laughs> you are a, a self help guru on TV. If you have a passion, follow it.
1: <laughs> you are a self help guru. Help yourself to having
0: less birds. Want <laughs> it see it dream it achieve it kill them birds <laughs> live laugh murder birds <laughs> <laughs> uh. Ugh.
1: this is the anyway. episode that's gonna get us canceled not the one where we debated killing hitler this one
0: just the one about the birds yeah <laughs> uh <laughs> so he grabs the bird that has pooped on his desk which is marco And he does this like total bad guy thing where he pushes a button and all of like metal shades go down over all the windows so the bird can't escape. I guess maybe that was why he couldn't say they escaped because he had installed in the home already metal blinds that shut birds in the house. But like you said, he could (laughs) say, I was out of the house filming
1: one of my television specials and a a peon released my birds accidentally. Yeah,
0: my secretary. And I've already killed him for that crime. (laughs) um <laughs> so he's like i will let you live if you can tell me your name because all of my pretty birdies can tell me my name this or is tell weird. Me, well my name probably their name this was a name. weird a weird this was really villainous and weird yes um and marco of course doesn't say shit because why would he and then he's like, "You must be a bandolite," and he proceeds to choke this bird to death. Wild guess there to be like the fact that this
1: bird doesn't speak English because I get I get that has the bird no human
0: reasoning. Yeah, like, I get that
1: the birds might be able to be like, "Polly, Polly," you know. But like yeah. the idea that they therefore understand questions, like probably if a not. If the bird doesn't want to say its name, it's not going to say
0: its name. Also, right? like
1: <laughs> you were just looking for an excuse to kill these birds. Should have killed yes. them ages ago.
0: A hundred percent. Yes. Lift that burden off your shoulders. Get rid of the birds. I don't understand. That burden.
1: <laughs> Lift that burden off your shoulders and fling it into the sky.
0: Yes. Set it free. Open yeah. your metal windows and set it free. Open your heart. Open your mind. Murder some birds. <laughs> <laughs> um, Rachel, thought screams to the others like hey become animals we got to we got to fight so they all get in their big morphs and fight hork bajir show up out of nowhere I don't know if there was just, like...
1: Because, again, people would be like, what? Where are the birds? If he killed the birds, but the fact that he's apparently got aliens living in his basement, no one's figured
0: that one out yet. I just imagine, like, out in the pool shed or something, like, six Hork-Bajir have just been waiting for their moment. What is the paparazzi situation at this house? Because it seems wildly Apparently non-existent. He must have no neighbors, either. I don't understand. Ugh. Um... Marco, so they lead Tenet out of the room, and Marco, like, demorphs and tries to become a gorilla, but then his morph gets all fucky again and becomes half gorilla, half fish. Hilarious, gorilla. I guess. Gish. <laughs> and the vandalites escape because Marco breaks a window open. and But this time, he was definitely caught fucking up, so the others get mad. And he didn't say anything. Because, of course, they all do. And Cassie is like, it's because you are stressed and need to talk about your feelings. And Marco's like, nah.
1: <laughs> Which, what? How? Why? In what way does this make sense? Because, again, this is a thing that we have seen before, that uh, Rachel's morphs got all fucky because she was allergic to alligators. Or crocodiles, yes. whichever. Can't remember, don't care. Um, Doesn't matter. <laughs> but, like... When that happened, it wasn't like Axe was like, hmm, well, it could be an allergy or it could be that you're emotionally upset. And so like, like he didn't yes. bring it up that that's a possibility, right?
0: Because he's you- not in
1: this book. Right. But I'm saying like in no, that book, he didn't bring it up. Oh, because yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. it wasn't a thing it never was a thing because if it was a thing all of these traumatized children wouldn't be able to fucking morph at all because the idea that exactly that marco is so upset by stepmommy nora but isn't upset about like
0: any of the times he might have killed his mom yes. baffling <laughs> like, yeah baffling
1: that this is the thing that pushes him over the edge
0: i agree i agree or like the fact that jake did a literal die yeah in that Megamorphs book didn't affect anybody no uh, Tobias and all of his traumas. Jake thinking he had to kill his brother in that one book, yeah. but he was fine. He was fine.
1: He was fine. Okay.
0: Okay, Jeffrey. Fine. Axe being the only Andalite for light years around and having to be like the guiding light for these five children while he's fighting against Visser Three, who killed his brother. Just, but it's, it's the fact
1: that, Papa Marco wants to wants to get it on with a woman who is not Marco's mama is just the, the thing that pushed him right yes. off the precipice, much like his mother was pushed off the precipice a few books ago. But,
0: but- it's because boys are so emotionally constipated. Mm-hmm. They never want to talk about mm-hmm. their feelings because that goes against the bro code. Yeah. So this is just a physical manifestation of that. Right. Pop Gross. psychology. Yes, yeah. Women are from Mars and men are from Jupiter where they're getting stupider. I <laughs> mean women are from Venus actually. It is. I don't remember. Doesn't matter. Doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> Marco goes home. And he he catches his dad and math teacher canoodling on the couch. And she for some reason brought her dog over. Like, okay. You can leave your dog at home if you're going to go for a hot date after work. No. That's fine. The dog has to watch. That's part of it. The dog that's how we display our dominance we make our dog watch us do the nasty uh and the dog immediately attacks marco and the math teacher's like it's because the dog can sense stress are you stressed marco she's like wrapping her
1: legs around his father and it's like is like there a something? fucking octopus is there yes. something
0: stressing you out my boy and they just like start making out and she's like you <laughs> <can't call laughs> you are want. you stressed are you stressed <laughs> and Marco just acquires the dog which is the only reason i mentioned this scene <laughs> <laughs> uh, he just picks up the dog and to shut it up he acquires it which okay this is what this is one thing i was like yeah okay anytime the bandalites see a new animal regardless of whether or not they already have a dog morph or a cat morph or what the fuck touch ever just acquire the
1: it animal do it just
0: touch it just touch it's it it's easy Breezy, you have beautiful unlimited memory space. Animal touching. Just, just touch them.
1: Just pet them all. Yes. You guys are from the era of Pokemon. You should know yes. better.
0: I'm just, like, so mad that Cassie, who, like, works with animals on a daily basis, doesn't do that. Uh, it's You could have so many versions of the same animal. Because, like, Visser 3 has finally caught on that you guys look like certain animals.
1: <laughs> Jake should be walking barefoot through the grass just getting all the bugs, he could bugs between his toes.
0: He's <laughs> <laughs> He doesn't even know what's down there. He just, he can't wait to acquire it.
1: Just a delightful surprise.
0: <laughs> I need a bug. We'll see which one I, I get wonder, this time.
1: I wonder how that would go. If you acquired, like, if you did, like, a mystery box challenge sort of thing, you know, like, where you, like, there's, like, a rabbit in there or whatever, and you oh, pet yeah, it. Oh, yeah, and you
0: didn't know what it was. You don't know what
1: it is, but you acquire it. Would you oh. have to think about, like, because you kind of have to picture the animal to morph it.
0: But yeah, 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 yeah i don't know i don't know interesting Mm. um next in this book the band lights decide they need to crash a fancy dinner party being held in i don't think it's in his honor but this tenant dude is a guest of honor along with the band hansen is this the what? first what? time
1: we've had, like, an actual celebrity make an appearance in the book? Possibly. Because I know they Possibly. get referenced occasionally, usually in order to, like, compare them to the fake celebrity that is the thing that is copying yeah. them. But this is, like, just the actual band Hanson. Like, it's yeah, just that Yeah, yeah.
0: Complete <laughs> with screaming middle-aged, or not middle-aged, middle-grade girls. It's not like they were like, and there was this boy
1: band called Jeffson that was there. You know, they're kind of like shman. Hanson. You know, like, that wasn't it. it was just the band. They Hanson. sang
0: that song, Shmabop. <laughs> uh, maybe Hanson paid K. Applegate to get a mention in the book. They were like, kids these days love the Animorphs and Mbop.
1: Maybe they were um, just the first celebrities that they figured wouldn't sue them.
0: Maybe there was an interview where... The Hanson brothers were like, we love anamorphs. We would so love
1: to be an anamorph.
0: They were like, wink, now you're in it. And all you're going to do is eat cockroaches on accident.
1: Maybe maybe Jeffrey hated, actually, that seems more likely, that Jeffrey just really hates the band Hanson. He's like,
0: my daughters won't stop shutting yeah. up about this, or won't start shutting up, won't shut up about this band <laughs> Hansen And they're mbop. I'll show them an mbop. What does Mbop even mean? They're just making sounds. This time, Marco has to come up with the plan. So they they go they go to this fancy dinner party, yeah, and they have no idea what they're gonna do <laughs> once they're there. Like, they're like usual, we just, we just gotta crash it. But the most unstable of us at this moment is the one that's gonna come up with the plan for how we're gonna we're gonna disrupt this. And their plan is so vague, right? They're like, we need to do something. We need to create a situation in which tenant in front of a large group of people, will lose his goddamn mind. Mm. <laughs> like, we need him to just get so mad that everybody hates him.
1: And again, I want to put, they, they have this, like this yerk, they're like this yerk specifically is like batshit crazy unlike the other yerks. Mm-hmm. and he has a whole like monologue about how he wants to be a warrior and kill things and like do murders and it's he's obsessed it's such a why is he, why is why is he like this what is this
0: it's so how, weird yes how how did a creature who is essentially just a slug that cannot see That cannot hear, cannot taste, cannot, doesn't have arms, can't fight. How does something like that get such a taste for blood? (laughs) Especially when it's only like,
1: I mean, maybe it worked its way up through the ranks, but currently it's living inside of the head of someone who lit- does believe that, like, maybe he's just, yeah, like... Yeah, so peace-loving. Maybe it's <laughs> just that. Maybe it's just because his host is like, I love peace and animals, and he has to hear it all the time, that he's like, I'm going like to go... like,
0: raging against ...hard the in the like, opposite ah. direction. <laughs> like,
1: Don't tell me what to do, Mom! But, like, <laughs> even, like, this or three isn't this, like... I Mister just love like, murder. Slow
0: down there. <laughs> like, what, is,
1: what is this?
0: <laughs> Let's circle back around and talk about sexy and the lights and not your wild violence porn. <laughs> Marco comes up with this idea that they're going to become cockroaches. Well, he's going to be a wolf spider for some reason, but the others are going to be cockroaches. And they're going to be placed in, in William Roger Tennant's food. So he has a public freak out and become discredited. Which this wouldn't work anyway,
1: because it's like... If Everyone's going to freak
0: out if 10 cockroaches yes, are in their dinner. If I'm a
1: celebrity who's known for loving animals, and then I almost eat a spider
0: at a public dinner, I'm not going to be like... The restaurant actually is going to be the one that gets right. discredited. They're
1: not going to be like, that was really rude of her to to not
0: just eat that spider. Like Yeah. Unless like he absolutely just loses it and pulls out his gun and starts shooting the cockroaches, in which case he'd be like, okay, All this right. is weird.
1: But also his gun is a laser gun, so there would be more yes. questions.
0: It <laughs> would be extremely weird, yes.
1: Um, it would solve the issue of the Animorphs not being believed about aliens, for sure, but that's not what they're trying yeah. to do here. Why
0: don't they ever circle back around to that? Like, let's try and reveal what's happening because, like, okay, whatever. Obviously, this plan doesn't work because it is stupid. Um <laughs> And also Marco has another slip up where he morphs in. He's trying to morph into the spider, but he becomes half spider, half skunk. And a bunch of the kitchen staff at this fancy dinner see him, but whatever.
1: Which this is the one time that they do do a portmanteau name in the book. um, And they go with first, like skider or something and then someone else, or I think Margo says like a skider or a spunk and I'm like really not this is spunk. The first, this is the first <laughs> time you've bothered doing the portmanteau in the book and it's the one where it's spunk? Really? That's what yeah. we're doing here? That's what
0: you landed on huh? Okay. Interesting. Here we are. It sounded like it was just an excuse to say spunk in a kid's book. Just to see what he could
1: get away with.
0: <laughs> the next plan that they come up with right on the spot is that everyone but Marco and Axe become fleas and bite William Roger Tennant until he has a public meltdown about the itching. Again. But that also... What if you become so mad that you're itchy that you shot people? You shot yourself. You shot your own head because you were so itchy. Get the fleas off. Yeah. Those bugs up there, I got to get them with my yeah. big laser. There's no other way. It's not going to work, Kids. So the vandalites decide to fall back and try a different tactic. Thank God. Um, and also sometime around here, Cassie, like, goes to Marco's house and tries to have a heart-to-heart with Marco. And Marco essentially lands on, like, life sucks and I am stressed, but, like, everyone else is also stressed out about a lot of different things. So, like, why would I come and dump my problems on you guys? And also, like, why why can't I cope is essentially what he's thinking. And Cassie's like, "Well, you need to talk about it because you can't just bottle things up, you dumb man, you you foolish, you foolish boy. You have to tell the world your feelings, all of them. I want to hear all your secrets. Tell me, Marco. Let tell us share. Let us bond. It's me, Cassie, and I'm never wrong about anything. <sighs> it wasn't anyway. even. It wasn't even
1: good for the Marco Cassie ship. Like it was. No, even, it really wasn't. It was it just was annoying." Just, uh.
0: Um, so thankfully Marco kicks her out. And then their final plan is for the gang. They're going to go back to stalking William Roger Tennant. But then every time they see him in a very public space, this is actually kind of funny. (laughs) Marco decides to morph into the math teacher's yappy dog and then just like annoy the shit out of this guy, wherever he goes, like jumping on him, biting him, tearing holes in his clothes, licking him, peeing on him, all kinds of stuff. Um, And they can't, they haven't, they can't succeed in making, like, he definitely, like, shows some signs of anger, but they can't get him to, like, really have that reaction that they're looking for that will totally ruin this guy's reputation forever and ever and ever as an animal lover. (laughs) So then the plan becomes we're going to go to a live taping of his show and make him freak out on camera, which Axe will hack into to make sure everyone in the world sees it. I don't know. They make sure a lot of people will see it and that it is live and on the TV. So they go to the TV studio and Marco attempts to morph into the yappy dog, but he messes up and becomes half dog, half polar bear. Um, and is everyone, I think, I think. William Roger Tennant is here at this point, And he's like, oh, that's fucking weird and scary. Ah. <laughs> and so Cassie is there. And she's, like, trying to talk Marco through his demorph. And she's like, Marco, listen to me. Listen to my voice. Just talk to me. Tell me everything you're feeling right now. And Jake is, like, he interrupts. And he's like, Cassie, shut up. Actually, Marco. Cassie. <laughs> yeah. Actually, Cassie, what you're doing is stupid. Uh, Marco, just get your shit together. And Marco was like, oh, yes, that is what I needed. Not some bullshit talking about my feelings, but just being told by my male best friend that I'm behaving like an idiot, I guess. Turns out
1: all these women who are sitting here trying to get us to feel our feelings and talk about our emotions are wrong. Yeah. And we should yep. just repress them. That's the yep. moral of this story.
0: Uh vulnerability i don't know her mental health fuck that (laughs) marco demorphs and he just becomes the yappy dog and their plan works because axe turns on the cameras right when this tenant guy is like i'm gonna kill you dog
1: i hate you dog and his
0: career was ruined and then yeah that solved
1: the problem no it didn't it solved nothing not really
0: (laughs) And then Marco's dad and the math teacher get married, like, two weeks later. Okay. First of all, how do you plan a wedding that quickly? Uh,
1: Absolutely not. This is... (laughs) I really thought this was about to be a fake out because they were like two weeks later after the wedding. And I was like, okay, they're at some uh, like family oh, members' person... wedding. Yeah. And it's just yeah. going to be like Marco has a talk with his dad and it's like, I guess seeing this wedding, I understand why you want to ma- marry Nora pops. It's fine. I'm okay with it,
0: even though my mom's still alive. And that was going to be the ending. But no, it's just fully his dad's wedding that he Yeah. In two weeks. And all the bandolites are there, even though they're supposed to like not be seen as friends No, no, the public, no, no, no. which whatever. Um, and then, like, a few more weeks pass, and Marco comes home from school one day, and the phone rings, and he's like, I'll leave it to voicemail. Because it's probably the voicemail... one of
1: Nora's students' parents call- calling to yell at her. Yeah. Which was a very, call. a very uh, prescient commentary on the education system and how teachers <laughs> are treated. But
0: <laughs> And then when voicemail clicks on, he hears the voice of his mom saying, Marco, if you're there, pick up. And then to it be, be continued, continued in Visser. Visser. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, excellent ending. The rest of this book, throw it in the trash.
0: Yes, I agree. Like, the ending was great. It was like, yeah, we had the sappy wedding. Marco's coming to terms with the fact that his dad's getting remarried. And mm-hmm. then mom's like, don't forget about me. Classic.
1: Classic.
0: Just classic.
1: Chef's kiss. Beautiful. But everything else about this book was terrible. And I hated it. And it was bad. And... One hundred percent. I just ugh, very upset with this one. It was one of those like usually usually I'm like eh, it was a little problematic in this way, but it's not a big deal. But I was just like the mental health stuff, the treatment of mental health in this book was just so out of left field. Not at all what I was expecting from Applegates. Yeah
0: work And they always have been a little bit like crass about it, right? Because mm-hmm. they always have like, oh, they're gonna put me in a straitjacket. Yes. They're gonna, yeah, commit me or blah blah blah. They always like say shit that's like that's not like it's not a great representation. No. Um, but
1: but there is yeah, usually book, at least it, it, I would say in terms of mental health and in general, the philosophy of these books is to be radically empathetic, right? Like yes. that's what these books are preaching mostly. Mm-hmm is that the way to fix things is not to shut down and not think about it and not deal with it but to try to empathize with the other right like that's exactly. the goal of this book so the idea that number one there are so many jokes that are punching down on people with mental health which is a very 90s thing you know but it's yeah like it is constant in this book way more i think than any of the other ones and that because it is dealing with oh marco is losing it sort of thing but then right. also that the, the conclusion that it draws is that no don't think about it don't have deep reflections on your feelings just ignore yeah, just, all of that
0: just laugh it all away yeah. marco you fucking clown you you don't you don't
1: deserve to have interiority and to to think about things and to worry about things yeah. and have your concerns addressed and have other people care about you and your concerns you should Just pretend it's not happening.
0: Like, what the fuck? This is so weird. It's so weird. It's okay to cry, Marco. Oh, my God. I hated it. I was so annoyed. Yeah, this one was really, it was just atrocious. I don't think we've. it's been this bad since, like, the Oatmeal book, remember, mm. when they yeah, actually yeah. had to go to, like, a mental health facility?
1: Yeah. Anytime that they deal with mental, like, I feel like when it's in the background and it's just a thing that's happening, it's fine. But when they actually confront, like, no, we're actually talking about this in terms of mental health, it's, they handle it so poorly.
0: Yes. And I get that, like, Marco is, like, the dark humor of the mm-hmm. group. But also, like, this wasn't dark humor. It was no. just, like.
1: This was literally just refresh your emotions.
0: Jokes. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. So that's my morbid
1: moment is this whole book and how mm-hmm. the 90s were with mental health in general. So, like. Yes. Cool. Yeah. How about you?
0: Uh, I forgot. Uh, I forgot to think of a morbid moment. I was, like, riding the high of my cover of Stacey's Mom. That's true. You deserve. Um, you
1: deserve to ride that high. <laughs>
0: uh i think my morbid moment is probably at the beginning with like marco reflecting on like you know there is part of me still that like wants to believe that when my mom comes back everything will go back to the way it is and i do want to hold on to that yeah um but also like i just gotta let it go man he's like this boy is just like you know what i just i'm just gonna have to say goodbye to my mom that i know is still alive (laughs)
1: this boy is broken We've it's broken sad. It's
0: sad. It's sad and he's just told to, like, just laugh it off, bruh. Just don't worry about it, bruh. Be a poodle. It's fine. It's fine, man. Bark at this. Bark be at a this poodle bee. is
1: the opposite of be knives. Just be knives <laughs> encourages be you, encourages you to front and confront the problem head on and just <laughs> slash it. Just be a poodle encourages you to just be a clown and pretend nothing's wrong. <laughs>
0: It's Marco. It's Marco in the mirror, putting on his like pasty mm-hmm. white foundation and drawing like the the rings and diamonds around his eyes yeah. and putting on that red nose.
1: The doctor, I am Pagliacci. <laughs> Uh, all right uh who was was your your mvp yeah i don't know uh marco i guess no i don't think marco even can be because he i guess i'll give it to jake because jake pulled him out of his depression but like in a dumb way Uh, jake with anger that's my mv jake with anger gets
0: shit done i think mine is gonna be uh Maybe mine will be Axe because he did. He is staying consistent with mm-hmm. the your minutes joke with Marco. That's true. Keep on messing
1: with Marco. Thank you, Axe. <laughs>
0: Thanks, Axe. <laughs> 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 oh God! But really, this was just bad performances all Not around. Not good. Folks. Not a good sitch. Any theories uh, besides the one the obvious? That, um, yeah. That will
1: basically be discussed next week. Um or next episode two weeks two weeks yeah. two episodes <laughs> <laughs> i think that this book mm-hmm. Is hoping a, a theory would come to me okay here's <laughs> first off i thought that that nora was going to be a yerk but then they immediately you know torpedoed they're like we, her. They're like, we checked um yeah but I'm hoping maybe she'll become a yerk by the end of the series, and then she'll die, and then Marco and her his uh family will be able to be whole by the end because i think this is gonna get messy otherwise because this is really some like 1950s haze code era like i said brady bunch i know that's after but it's drawing on this trope of like someone goes to a desert island and everyone thinks they're dead and the person gets remarried so that way that this person can have two relationships without it being against the haze code and we can do a love triangle that way um That sort of vibe of like, I don't yes. know what they're going to do with this. So I really and I really don't have the patience to deal with that at the end of this 54 book series. So I hope Nora just dies. That's kind of where I'm at. Um, See, I
0: think it's going to go the other way you around. Think it's going to be think- Marco's mom. I think Visser 1's good. yeah. I think especially, OK, I do have a little bit more knowledge than you guys do right now, unless you have read ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think that there is going to be some sort of sacrifice in that direction. Yeah. There's also the possibility. And I don't think it's going to be Marco's mom. I think it's going to be Visser 1. Uh,
1: there's, there's also the possibility um, that Marco's mom will survive and will go to her husband and be like, hey, Remember that whole part of this book series where you were like uh, you where were no, where you were like Marco realized that we got along a lot better when I was yerked because we were having trouble before that. <laughs> I'm just gonna way. I think we way. should probably divorce.
0: <laughs> <laughs> maybe we weren't good as a married couple. Maybe we should break yeah. up. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: You yeah. can just stay with Nora, it's fine.
0: <laughs> oh gosh.
1: All right. Well, that's about it for this book, I think. Let's talk about what we've got coming up. Next week, we are going to be continuing my unit on The Great Detective with the classic Great Detective novel Murder on the Orient Express by Agatha Christie. So
0: excited. I love Mm. a good Agatha Christie. Love it. Love it, love it, love it, love it. Can't wait. Mm-hmm. Well, that um, makes one of
1: us. And then the week after yes. that, we'll be back with another Morphs Monday, which we are very excited for because we're talking about the Animorphs spin-off, I guess, the the non-serialized Animorphs book, yeah. Visser. Oh, no, no, no. Um, it's, Visser. It's, Visser. We assumed that it was going to be like a Chronicles book, like it was going to be a prequel. Turns out it's not. It's very no. much in the continuity of Animorphs, and I am very it's excited so to talk tasty. about it. It's so tasty. I
0: love the way it was formatted. I loved it. I loved it so much. It was, it was so good. It was super
1: good. So we'll, be, so we'll good. be back in two weeks to talk about that one.
0: Tantalizing, isn't mm-hmm. it? mm mm-hmm. In the meantime, if you have any Animorph series theories of your own or if you have a recommendation for a book you would like to see us cover on the podcast, you can tweet at us at ShelfAwareCast or email us ShelfAwareCast at gmail.com. As always, thank you to Ben Cope for the use of our theme song. You can check out his YouTube channel in our show notes below. We are also on all of your favorite podcast aggregating platforms, so if you haven't followed or subscribed to us on one of those, you definitely should, because, guys, we have been hyping up this Visser book for a very long time, mm-hmm. because we just wanted to read it, and then we did, and it was even better than we thought it was going to be.
1: Live your dreams, murder some birds. Yeah,
0: live, laugh, murder birds. <laughs> if you use Apple Podcasts, we'd very much appreciate a five-star review, but if you don't, that's all right, because you are allowed to talk about us anywhere on the internet you would like. In the words of K.A. Applegate, I am a warrior.
1: A warrior trapped in this hideous charade. Can you imagine, little Bertie, how it pains me to be nice and kind and polite morning, noon, and night. How I yearn to lash out, to strike, to kill all the fools that surround me. Sounds like he's worked in customer service.
0: LOL. (laughs) For real, though. (laughs) same same. William <laughs> Roger Tendon. I get it I get it <laughs> I, I personally would never put a bird in my house I think birds are a little bit like a little creepier than I like in a pet
1: I love a good bird I don't own any birds because then I'd be a person who owns a bird but I would mm-hmm. like I would like to interact with birds I just feel like there'd be poop all the
0: time this is
1: true This is true. Like,
0: like I always see, like, videos or pictures of people like, look, my bird's all, like, hopping all over my body. I'm like, you know that thing's going to shit. But you know what? I shit, too. Yeah, but not on yourself. Sometimes. No! (laughs)